protesting in Minneapolis escalated as demonstrators were lashed by tear gas and rubber bullets. The main message here, the main message, the main here, message here, is that they want to see those officers involved. They want to see those officers arrested. Officers arrested. Arrest, 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 arrest. Trade my 4 by 4 4 GC3, ain't no more fearless feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you did, but still tell you to freeze. Fucked up, I seen what I seen. I guess that me hold him down if he say he can't breathe. Hey, 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 this is Dollhouse Radio. We are here with another episode, and it's on Growing Up Black. Here we have Naya, Eva, and Cleo. And we're here to talk about growing up black. This is a topic that is something that we thought about that should be spoken about because we are young, beautiful black queens, as we should, period. And we are here to talk about how it was growing up black and and just show you guys on the simple fact on like how it how we felt on many things based upon skin color racism things that we done went through through life as a very young age and i'm gonna start off with myself um i was nine years old i wanted to to start dancing and i had went to this dance school in harlem and prior to that i was living in georgia so you know there is not a lot of black girls that want to be a ballerina so there was many schools that would that just had had um finer not finer skin colors because my skin is popping so we're not gonna say finer skin color but lighter skin and it and i always had a finer i mean a a lighter skin tone friends than me so it was very hard to like go through practices on rehearsals doing um very um like just, just just dancing and seeing people um dance um teachers pick your friend over you and it was like dang so i'm not that good enough like shit like the fuck so and just going through life like like high school and just going through those things and it really took a very toll on me because it was like okay am i not the right skin the um the right um type of and just basically just having those thoughts on yourself like okay i'm dark skin nobody they calling me these 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 names and it's like do i really believe what people think of me and that's what was going through my mind like just carrying carrying the cares of what people thought just based upon my skin tone and i just feel like in this world that's how things were just built upon so it was just 
basically carrying and really thinking on like okay I'm being overlooked because of my skin complexion and it was just very hard to really find myself and the moment that I found myself was when I started modeling and really got into got into myself really deeply because people be like oh yeah you cute but, but, but then you know like some, some some people aren't just genuine to like really mean it people just say things just so you don't like really think think on it but then again you still have those thoughts like okay am I really pretty like because of I'm I'm with my friends and then guys keep going for the lighter skin tone color but then when it comes to me it's always oh you cute for a dark skin girl I never got that term whatsoever and I just feel like what does that mean so I really never got the term of you're pretty for a dark skin girl and like I just feel like what does that supposed to mean like do I supposed to be lighter skin tone colored to only be pretty like and then people still say that now and when you ask them that they don't have a, a valid response to even tell you what they mean by that and and instead of trying to uplift people people say stupid shit like that and i just be like okay what are you talking about and then when you tell them or ask them they don't know what you're talking about so basically growing up really was very hard for a dark-skinned female because it's it's just basically that you don't really know if somebody is genuinely really telling you the truth just or they just telling you that you're pretty or they just saying these things to you so you don't think think twice and when I found myself was when I did a nude shoot and when I say nude is because it's raw it's yourself it's blemishes the stretch marks you that's you're in your natural state and when I really and posted it online I was like not to just get the satisfaction of what other people may think but just to be just to feel good inside my own skin and just know that I'm a bomb ass queen. So, with that being said, I'm gonna pass it over to Cleo, and she's gonna tell you how how her experience was growing up black. All right. Well, I had a little bit of a different experience than Naya did growing up black in terms of you know physicality and being being pretty or not pretty based on my skin color i never really got this the discrimination of you know i'm not pretty because i'm dark skin or because i'm brown skin i never really got that but i did get the comments from you know young guys and they'd be like oh you're pretty for a black girl and just like naya's like what does that even mean because 
there's not one definition of beauty, right? And everyone's definition of beauty is different. What I see and think is beautiful might be different from what Naya sees and what Eva sees is beautiful, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone has their different preferences. Everyone has their own standards that they hold people to. So beautiful doesn't have just one standard definition. So when people say that, it's like, all right, so does that mean that like other black girls that don't look like me aren't pretty? Like, it's not a compliment. It's really an underhanded insult. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did get that. Um, growing up black, my mom told me that I had to work ten times as hard to be equal to the white person, my white counterparts. That was something that I was taught very early on, and that's something that my mom was taught from her father. So you know, over the years, I've kind of thought about certain lessons that we were taught growing up or at least I was taught growing up and I realized that I'm already equal to them right I don't have anything to prove to anybody right mm-hmm. my skin color doesn't mean that I need to prove something to because at the end of the day who are you to me we are both the same person we're both equal right no one's better than anybody else so I don't need to prove myself to the same way that you don't need to prove yourself to me so with that now I see life a little bit differently, but growing up, especially going to a predominantly white high school on Wall Street, you know, millennium, it was a lot of smart kids. Whenever people asked me what high school I went to and I told them, it was always, oh, so you must be really smart. And with that smart came a lot of pressure because not only was I smart, but I was also one of the few black faces in my school. And I was always surrounded by white and Asian kids. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but in a city like New York, that's one of the most diverse, there's no reason why there shouldn't be different denominations of people, mm-hmm. right? It shouldn't be an uneven amount of white and Asian kids to black and Hispanic kids, mm-hmm. right? Because again, we are one of the most diverse cities in the country. Mm-hmm. So I always felt like I had to prove myself to other people. I always felt like I had to be the smartest in the room. I always felt like I had to push more than others just to be heard, just to, you know, make people see me in a sense. But then, like I said, after a while, I kind of developed my own sense of identity and I realized at the end of the day, the only person that I'm proving anything to is me. I don't have anything to prove to anybody else and my skin color doesn't make me unequal from anybody else or less than anybody else. So growing up black, you definitely have to, you have to have thick skin. Yes. Like, you have to have the skin because people are going to say things that are going to hurt your feelings. People are going to make underhanded comments. And you really have to pick and choose which battle you want to fight. Every battle is not a winning battle. Every battle doesn't need to be fought. Some things you do have to let go. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was in high school, I was asked, do black people wash their hair? Now, to any average person, that's a dumb question, right? Mm -hmm. And I could have gotten mad. I could have cursed the girl out. You know, I could have been nasty because why would you ask a question like that? One, you can Google it because you have a smartphone. And two, if animals take showers, if animals have to be shampooed and they have to be cleaned, what would make you think that as a human being that lives and breathes like you, I wouldn't wash my hair? Mm -hmm. It kind of seems like common sense. But, you know, common sense isn't that common, clearly. But anyhow, <laughs> I had to learn early this certain battle. I just didn't need to fight it. So instead, I just answered her dumb question and I continued. I just continued on with the class. Mm-hmm. 
So you you definitely have to find your voice as well because there are going to be a lot of situations where people feel like they can walk over you, they can say certain things, and you have to learn to stand your ground and stand up for yourself. That doesn't mean you know be nasty to people. That doesn't mean be rude. But you definitely have to have a sense of assertiveness with yourself as a black female, as a black person in general. But I feel like being a woman is ten times harder, mm-hmm. especially when you're in an arena filled with men. I feel like being a woman is 10 times harder. So, you know, all those things kind of helped me find my own voice. Those each, those unique experiences each shaped, you know, who I am. And I I realized that I don't have to prove anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. That, you know, beauty is based on how I see myself. And to be honest, beauty has a lot to do with your character. Yes. If you're a good person and you have a good heart, you have a good soul, good spirit, right? You don't need to be physically attractive. Your soul is enough to attract people. So I focused more on developing myself as a person instead of trying to develop myself to be what other people wanted me to be or what they thought that I should be. Now, going back to high school, in the beginning stages, I was very self-conscious because, again, I was one of the few black girls in the school, black people, period. And I felt like I stuck out like a sore thumb, to be quite honest. And what I used to do was every two weeks, I would go to the hair salon, I would wash my hair, I would get it blow-dried, and I would get it straightened. Every two weeks. After a while, my hair broke down, my hair started breaking, my hair was beginning to thin out. My hair was turning this green color because I was consistently putting heat on it. It just was not healthy. My natural curl pattern wasn't there. And for a while, I tried to tell myself that, you know, I straightened it because I wanted to straighten it and because I thought it looked cute, when in reality, I straightened it to blend in with everybody else. But at the same time, I was damaging my own hair, trying to be somebody that I wasn't just because I was afraid of sticking out because of my skin color. Mm -hmm. So you have to gain a sense of confidence too. When I started wearing my natural hair again, you know, a lot of people were surprised because they had never seen my hair like that. And I had to embrace it, you know, going out the house with wash and goes, the shrinkage, all of it. Like, being natural is really a confidence booster because you get to love yourself who you naturally are. And shout out to Naya for cutting her hair because I don't think I could ever do that. <laughs> like, I don't think I have the heart to do that, but she cut her hair and, you know, that's a freeing feeling. Yes. I'm not that bold, though. So. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's basically my experience growing up live. Yeah, like cutting. Oh yeah, that was part of the journey of like some confidence too. Like cutting my hair was like a very big thing too. And I was like, yo, I, I really chopped my shit off. Like, like it's gone. Like so. Like and then like you and then. I was getting more black guys like, oh my God, yeah, you look so sexy. Oh my God, you look so good. I'm like, okay. Like, there was like, then there was guys that was just, just like, yo, like, it really fits you. Like, it kind of shows like how much of confidence you have. And then like, I started to not, and, and then like as like friendships went on and like broken with those um lighter skin tone friends i just felt more confident inside myself 
and then that's when my like pictures will when I book um like when I was doing modeling my photos was coming out better because of how much confidence I have grown throughout the time and I'm just like wow and now that I see myself from from now from 2016 when I first had started to model I'm like yo I have grown and have built up self-confidence so much where that even when when I do go for like bookings and people that try to book me and they pick females that has a lighter skin tone than me I be like shit shit they don't know what the hell they missing because I look good still regardless so it just yes it came to that point where I had to tell myself like I am the shit like I am the freaking shit so it's like if I have that confidence now it will forever ever be there so shout out to all those girls who have cut their hair yes it's a confidence booster because you're bold as hell because i got that oh you're so bold you're this thank you because now i feel comfortable in my own skin and to feel that way it feels great i'm happy as hell with life and and nobody that's lighter skin then me can't tell me nothing. So yeah, have to, have to right. <laughs> Building off of that, I feel like, and you know, I agree with everything that Naya said. I feel like the modeling industry, especially being a black woman, Girl. is definitely one of the Tough. ways that built my confidence too and my self esteem. Because you have to understand that when you're standing in front of a camera, it picks up everything. Yes, it picks up every flaw, every blemish, blemish. every crease. Mm-hmm. Everything that is out of place, you will see. And at some point, right, you have to look at yourself realistically. There's a lot of times where people want to over-edit themselves and, you know, do all the extra stuff because they don't want to see some of the flaws that are there. Right. Me, personally, I ask for my images not to be over-edited. If there's stretch marks, I want them in there. Like, yeah. if there's cellulite, you better keep you that in, in there, too. too. Like, I want all the realistic stuff in my image because I don't want to portray... A cookie cutter figure yes nobody's perfect mm-hmm. right nobody's perfect we all have creases we all have dents we all have curves we all have stretch marks that's just it's part of the body mm-hmm. and modeling at the end of the day is an art and you do have to learn how to be comfortable with yourself be comfortable with your body be comfortable with your movement be comfortable with who you are because when you when you're awkward it will translate to a photo just like naya said you will see that you look awkward and feel awkward in a picture and people can look at it and say wow you're awkward because <laughs> that's what you're gonna portray yes so you literally you have to build an air of confidence about yourself especially because you're in an industry that's concentrated by other people doing the exact same, same people are going to fall in love with you for being authentic Mm -hmm. people are going to fall in love with you for you having your own style your own flag the minute you try and copy and conform and do what i did and straighten your hair because you don't want to stand out is the moment that you start denying who you actually are Mm -hmm. so so the modeling industry definitely forces you to love yourself and it forces you you know, not to look at other people. Cause there's a lot of comparison to be done, but comparison is the feet of joy. And I'm not trying to be out here sad because I don't look like somebody that, you know, has curves. It just is what it is. You have to learn to love yourself for who you are, black or otherwise. Yes. 
Period. And so, yeah. Eva, we're gonna pass it to you. <laughs> oh wait, now you have something to say? Oh, um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. pass it. I hope y'all did not just see my boyfriend. But anyway, hi podcast, Eva here. Let me just say one thing straight up: I'm a bad bitch. I look mad good to be a chocolate girl. Not <laughs> even to be a chocolate girl. I just look good. Period. And that's just that on that. But let's period. rewind to when I was in middle let's school. Let's start there. Right. So middle school and high school, I got bullied every day, all day. Not only for being very dark. I don't know why when I got older my skin like got more brownish and lighter or whatever but when i was younger i looked at like akon little sister you feel me so not only wow. that <laughs> <laughs> the conversation no. was so like serious until that. she get on like <laughs> not only that i also was very thin i looked like i was doing drugs okay shout out to no. the stream bean game you heard so not only did i not on a serious note not only did i get bullied for like being like dark skin and like and and we all got told that oh you're pretty for dark skin i guess now when we grew up and we found ourselves but i just feel like we it just hurts my feelings to see that it be the black boys that mm-hmm. would say yeah. that Meanwhile, their sister is my skin complexion. Their mother is my skin complexion. Or darker. They're my skin complexion. So it's like the same thing. So it's like, why say you're pretty for a dark skin girl? So I I had that before, but it's like, I grew up really rough, really rough to where it was even like suicidal thoughts at, at one point because it just was like, I was just getting so bullied. It didn't help the fact that I had like a raspy tone. I was skinny, still limp thin, uh, dark, but I was way dark thin. And then it don't help that, that I didn't know much about beauty and hair. So I'm running around with a meek meal braid, like out here looking like Cleo or set it off. But like, it was just too <laughs> much. So, this my meek millies. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so my childhood was really rough. But what helped me through it? was the simple fact that I would just hang out with people that actually make you feel good about yourself. Like, there was girls that was mad pretty, whether they was light-skinned, dark-skinned, whatever, but they would just let me know, like, listen, like, it's not even that that serious. People are going to say things to hurt you. You don't even know. Like, back then, people used to say, the boys bother you, they talk down on you, that means that they just like you. So, yeah. in, my head, so in my head, I'm really just thinking that that was that. And that, you know, maybe they do just like me. And so niggas was like, no, I don't like. So I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I just, I just know that after high school, bro, mm-hmm. I found myself after just long stares in the mirror and letting myself know that I am worth it, that I am uh-huh. beautiful. And plus, I don't know, but once I got older, I really, 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 my features really kicked in and I really did look like a model. Like, everybody told me that I should model. I'm being stopped in the streets, being told to model. So it's like, I just felt so good about myself. And still to this day, I feel even better. Like, I am that bitch. Okay, like, listen, like, <laughs> But it was difficult, like, growing up, like, fly, because it's like, I always felt like the, the lighter that I was, the better I will be. And that's when Vibes Cartel was over there. It was like, cool with me off your face with the cake. So like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, this girl. 
Michael Jackson out here. And, <laughs> you know, then when I had that thought, my mother was telling me, like, you know, you're beautiful just the way that you are. God wanted you to be light-skinned, you would have been light-skinned. Like, you probably wouldn't look as pretty as you do have you have a lighter skin tone. So, exactly. I don't know. I just, today, all I know is just accept yourself how you are. Our chocolate melanin is undefeated. Black don't crack unless you smoke it. You got us 70 years old looking 40, and you got these white people yeah. not to be racist. Shout out to all my white folks, but y'all be 70 looking 92. But it's just like, listen, embrace your skin complexion. You are beautiful as you are, period. Like, I went through a lot, and look, I'm still... Look at my confidence. Look how good I feel on a daily basis. Look how I... There's people that love us chocolate girls, them, them, them other races, trust me, they be wanting a piece of chocolate girls. Like, listen, trust me, not only because we them bad, we bad, but we got ass. And those other fucking white people, they don't have no booty cheeks. Shout out to the white girls with the flatty. You love, you love, but trust me, like, I don't know. I don't know, sis. Like, just love yourself. That's all I gotta say. My life growing up like wasn't really that difficult. I got like ten brothers, five sisters. Like I always had people to tell me that I'm pretty. So I mean, you know, I, I would feel bad when I go to school, but when I come home, like they will reassure me that that is fine. And then I got brothers. Where they at? I'm gonna go beat them up. So it's like you know, like I always, like, I always you know, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. We're going to spin the block and beat all those kids up. Right. Exactly. Period. So I, I always had that protection. And mm-hmm. those, my five sisters are always telling me, like, look, you are pretty. And, you know, just make me feel good. So my life growing up, like, I really never felt like, oh, the lighter, the lighter skin girls are better. I just thought that if I was lighter, maybe I would be pretty too. Not that they're better, just like, I want to just fit in with them. That's it. Like the group of girls that I used to chill with, mm-hmm. I just wanted to fit in with them. But I'm talking about in general as a whole, like, you know, I was rocking. That's why I'm not Vibes Cartel white right now. You just... <laughs> so, that's basically just, that's all I'm saying. Just love yourself. That's it. You live one time, not three times. We ain't cats out here. You are... <laughs> Okay, there you go. You I'm have it. Laughing, boy. I be freaking nah, you, 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 girl. You funny, but <laughs> there you have it, y'all. This is Dollhouse Radio, and again, this is our second show about growing up black. And here you got it. Period. Here we yep. go. Tune into the first if you did not listen. That's it. Yes, and we out. Exactly. Peace. Tune in. Tune in.